What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Previously on Lonely Boys. Maureen, oh, I'm so glad to see you. How is DC? So much to get ready. But Trip insisted we spend the holidays here. Oh, speaking of, I'd love to know why he has my daughter working on Thanksgiving. She said she's volunteering at a soup kitchen with him. I've never seen her work these kind of hours. Is it always like this with him? No. His schedule's been especially busy these last few weeks. This is probably an overstep, but do you think you could convince him to spend part of your Thanksgiving Eve with us? You know, force my daughter to have a family like them? Family, family, little family time. That wasn't very family sexy, like Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. I was looking at your like jacket. Lily's having a, <laughs> looks like Lily's having a stroke, and someone's small Thanksgiving might just have a big problem. Yes. Yes, we'd love to come. May the Lord make us truly thankful for what we are about to receive. <laughs> hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down. Season 3, Episode 12 of Gossip Girl, The Debarded. But I, of course, am not here by myself. I am here with my co-host. He's back from creating a performance art piece of his own, Brendan Ruppel. Hello. I am your co-host, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, of course, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Daily Hoda Cream Nation, recording live as always from the Creamatorium. I'm your editor and chief here at Cream Weekly. Hello, hello. Now, Brendan... Sam was on a few weeks ago, and he asked you if yes. uh, there was ever a guest that was on that you were too embarrassed to do your introduction for. And I think the fir- for the first time, I I am embarrassed to have you <laughs> <laughs> to have you do it. We, you should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait for it to end because uh, we we have, of course, we have not one but two guests on today. And usually, usually the guests that come on, you know, I don't say this to them when they're on the podcast, but I'm doing them a favor. You know, they they ask to come right. on the podcast. I say, okay, sure. But for this one, I reached out. I am. I, you begged. Yeah, I, I well, I wouldn't you say. Pleaded. I wouldn't say begged. I, did I send multiple emails? A lot of sure. money offerings. Sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but these are these are two people that, if you can believe it, got, started podcasting about Gossip Girl before us. Even finished the entire show. Uh, wow. People that I am a fan of. So I, we are very lucky to have them on the podcast. Uh, they uh, they host their own Gossip Girl podcast. Like I said, three Gossip Girls. Uh, you may have heard them from. Uh, Let's Talk OC, I think, their OC podcast, uh, Talk in Texas Forever, of course, their Friday Night podcast, other podcasts, I'm sure. Please welcome to the podcast, Liz and Michelle from the Total Betty Podcast Network. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, whoa, what an <laughs> intro. <laughs> we are not worthy. This is so cool. Thank you. I, yes, I know I didn't even so get all of the podcasts that you guys have done but those are those are the three that that i am a fan of personally because those are the well, shows that i thank watch you well i'm so glad that you watch them and yes you've pretty much hit all of them we're currently doing pretty little liars right now and yes. we did one tree hill so you got almost all and i am watching one tree hill for the first time with with my mom and that is well usually when we have guests on the podcast i ask how they got started with gossip girl and we'll get to that but um i i'll tell you guys how i know who you are because my mom is a big one tree hill fan uh top five tv show i, I believe it's her fourth favorite tv show of all time and i got her <laughs> does into she the rank podcast. them on her own or do you beg her to rank them? no no she tells me what her top five are and she okay. wants me to watch them with her and i am watching one tree hill with her right now it's my first time watching and 
I got her into podcasts and she, I guess, just looked up One Tree Hill and found you guys. And she would tell me all the time about this podcast. And I was like, Mom, I don't watch One Tree Hill. This means nothing to me. I don't care. <laughs> and then we were actually watching Gossip Girl. It was her first time watching and my like third time watching. And she said, you know, the One Tree Hill girls are doing a Gossip Girl podcast now. And I said, OK, fine, I will check it out. And then I did. And it was great. And then I binged through the OC, I think, for my first time in the summer of 2020. And so I was watching like half a season of the OC over the weekends and then going to work on Mondays and just listening to your OC podcast, like eight episodes in a row and just like binging through all of that. And now the Friday Night Light podcast, I, I've been watching along with it and I am very excited each week. The Friday Night Light podcast, true highlight of the week. Wait, 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 wait. There's so much goodness happening. <laughs> yeah, I just gave you my whole history. <laughs> yeah. But like, can you, okay, we will talk about Gossip Girl, but yeah. will you please come on Talk in Texas Forever? Yes, of course. And one of you, because I stalked beforehand, has an OC <laughs> Patreon podcast and I'd love, oh, if, yeah. it's oh, that's just, us, yeah. if it's just bros, that's totally fine. But no, 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 of course. I would love to come on. Like, I oh, always yes, want to talk absolutely. about the OC. Oh, please. We have not gotten yeah. to the guest uh, era yet. We've just oh. started that one. We've done the first six episodes. So yeah. no when we start reaching out to guests, of course, you'll be uh, please, top please. of mind. And I, famously, I don't let my mom listen to this podcast because I feel like I'd have to censor <laughs> myself. No, I didn't know no, that. I told her this was off limits. I'd feel like I'd have to <laughs> oh. censor myself. But I might let her listen to this one. If, yeah. Do you censor yourself if all in front of your mom? With... What? I don't, I don't think no, you, you but don't I, I don't know. If I was doing this in the back of my mind, knowing that my mom would listen to this someday, I, maybe I wouldn't be as funny as I usually am. Yeah, I guess I would feel the same way about your mom as well. Yeah, exactly. If you knew Teresa was listening, you probably would. Oh, yeah. Mother Mother Teresa. <laughs> oh, my God. This I episode's dedicated to Teresa. Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Now she's going to listen to this. She's fans of this. I know. Teresa. I might, let, I might her, let her listen to this one. It's amazing. Okay. As long as Brendan doesn't go too off the rails. Well, yeah. Well, see, I don't know who you guys are also, but you guys seem very nice. <laughs> Well, thank so that's you my for your history honesty. with you too. We love it. Amazing, love it. amazing. So, so, that's what usually happens with the show in general. He brings on guests. I have no idea who they are. I have a great time yeah. talking. Yeah, I'm in charge of the guests, and Brendan's in charge of uh, editing and, and uh, making sure that it gets out there. I'm the engineer that got lucky enough to be a host as well. <laughs> cool. I can so, see that. I can see that. Yeah. So, how did you guys uh, get involved with Gossip Girl? I guess teen dramas in general, which seems to be your specialty. Where do? Oh, Liz is like, go ahead. Well, kind of like how you summed it up. We started with Tree Hill Talk and then we went on to the OC because that's my pride and joy and love language. And I'm like, well, if we're going to continue doing teen dramas. We have to do the OC. I never watched Gossip Girl. So because it's Josh Schwartz and I was like, no, nope, mm -hmm. I'm an OC loyalist. Not that two can't <laughs> be watched, but I'm sure Josh Schwartz would love for you to watch both. I don't know why. <laughs> you had right. And one. probably all the shows to yeah. come. Yeah. Uh, and then. Liz and Ingrid, our, our third co-host at the time, was like, yes, we're going to watch Gossip Girl. And so we did. And it was such a different show than I thought it was. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Liz laughs. I'll leave yeah. it at that. Ingrid uh, and I were super excited to watch Gossip Girl because we had watched it live on air in 2008. And uh, I forgot how um how cringy it was how funny it is yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely interesting i think it's clear that OC, the oc is definitely the better show but gossip girl is and the spoilers. one that is that is closer to my heart it's the one i watched first and i i watched it like the first time i watched it i watched it all in like the span of four weeks and i was like if i ever have a podcast it has to be about gossip girl and uh brendan brendan was the one lucky enough to uh the first one to answer the tweet. yeah first one to answer the tweet <laughs> Is that true? 
Uh, it's it true, yeah. I always said that, and then when the reboot came out, I was like, who wants to podcast about the reboot with me? And Brendan tweeted back at me and was like, I will, but we have to start from the like beginning of actual Gossip Girl. And I was like, even better. That's what I've always wanted to do. Right. That is hysterical. And, he, and we've, we, I never talked to him before. And he, that is not true. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we, fam- <laughs> we have famously known each other since first grade when I invited okay. him to my Chuck E. Cheese birthday party and he didn't RSVP yes. but showed up anyway. Not to rehash Not, this, not to yeah. rehash the lore. Okay, okay. I thought so. <laughs> so sorry. And, and, yeah. al- and also, we're all from Long Island. Yes, that is right. That oh, is another big Wow. Big, uh, like, oh, that's so great. And, like, Perfect episode closely, for this. closely. Closely. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at all the Nassau County references. Oh. Oh. Wait, do we have Driver? to talk about it? Take me to Nassau County. How, <laughs> Take me anywhere. How about, anywhere how about the 516 Nassau yes. white wolves? The yeah. white wolves. Yeah, yeah. Our native white wolves. Yeah, you know. The wolves no are always heat, getting in the way. No, no <laughs> heat, no Wi-Fi in Nassau County. It's tough, None. Yeah. And white wolves. Yeah. That was yeah. So uh, before we get into the episode, do you guys have a uh, favorite and least favorite Gossip Girl character? Hmm. Uh, Dorota and Cyrus. Of course, 100% approval <laughs> oh, rating nice. for Dorota and Cyrus, always. Least favorite? Rufus? Okay, good answer. Oh, good answer. Good. <laughs> He's right. having a good He's season. He's having right a fine season. Yeah. Season two was a bad Rufus season. I think we gave him the yeah. most LVPs. <laughs> I think we're about to get another bad Rufus <laughs> pretty soon. He's though. a house he plant. Just goes. He's a house that. plant. That's yes. all he is. That's it. But I love I love him in this episode just because he's such a cuck. He's, he's such a cuck. <laughs> he's such a trophy <laughs> husband. Um, yes. Michelle, do you co-sign that or do you have a different favorite and least favorite? Uh I would co-sign that. I also love Jenny. I love this is a pro Jenny okay. podcast. Jenny's very polarizing. Yeah. A lot of people come on and do not like Jenny, but we have been very pro Jenny from the beginning. We like Same. good Jenny, we like even bad Jenny. Yeah, yeah. even bad Jenny Absolutely. is good Jenny. That's that's yeah. how yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So let's get into this. Brendan, it's your time to shine. The oh, yeah. the episode title is The Debarted. Do you know what this is referencing? Yes. And this is another classic episode where it has nothing to do with the movie it's <laughs> referencing. It's just The Departed. I thought we were going we to get a scene where Chuck and Dan are going, are you a cop? Are you a cop? <laughs> but we, we didn't get any Unfortunately, of that. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, we did not get that. Yes. I, I know you do not like the titles, but you no, did get no, it for this one. Brendan, titles. you are now five for 12 on the season. You are inching your way back up to 500. Like I said, this was an easy one. I think we're in the stretch of easy ones where you can get that, yes. get yourself back over 500. Um, I also want to point out, too, that I had been calling that Bart was going to come back in the form of a ghost. I know, I know. Somehow one of your insane predictions of ghost Bart has come back. <laughs> the other half of that prediction is that Rufus is the one that killed Bart. Do you think <laughs> Do you think that that will come to fruition as well? I think next episode. Were you surprised coming. when Bart ghost Bart didn't say to Chuck, you know, son, Rufus is the one that killed me. <laughs> Actually, in my edit for uh, HBO Max, I did get that <laughs> yeah, scene. You got the deleted scene. So yeah. we start this one with Serena and Trip in the car. And as soon as I saw the scene, I immediately remembered it. Uh, Serena already looking absolutely miserable. We don't know what's happening because Trip, Trip is driving for some reason. He's got a stupid hat on. They're bickering over the so radio. <laughs> yeah. And then Trip gets the famous deranged look in his eyes. And he tells Serena mm. that he loves her. But uh, Serena says that everything's ruined and it's too late. And uh, they're about I love you, but I have to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) They're about to run over some poor wolves. So Serena yells, trips, lands on the brakes and swerves. And uh, they like crash into whatever, like the the guardrails or whatever that are set up. So uh, RIP Serena and Trip to open up the episode. Uh, But we're going to jump 12 hours earlier. And Blair goes to deliver Chuck some breakfast in bed, but he's already up and dressed and hasn't been sleeping well. And I guess I say he's already dressed, but I would imagine if you 
Chuck probably just like sleeps in his suit and like never takes it off. I think that's, that's probably more like Barney Simpson's. Yeah, he exactly. has like a silk robe. That's like the yeah, only lounge sure. I think <laughs> right. we've right. seen. He him has in. no athleisure wear, which no. we've had a little ish with. A little bit, and when he does, it's awful. It is beyond awful. <laughs> that's the basketball, the basketball. Yeah, the basketball. That's great. Awful. So fun. So <laughs> I love Chuck in a basketball outfit. Um, purple. <laughs> yes. Oh, he loves purple. And so uh, Blair yeah. knows why Chuck is upset. And uh, Chuck is pretending like today is just like any other day. In fact, he's going to go to a meeting and look at a property on the Lower East Side. And Blair has canceled her day and is just going to follow Chuck around to make sure he's okay. Like, Blair's just the best. Yeah. Blair is the best. She's doing everything she can to bring Chucky Boy back down to Earth. She's just a... She's a great little wifey. Yeah, here. even when he's turning her away. Yeah. yeah. So supportive. Exactly. Um, I mean, they've been through too much at this point. They really have. Like, they had their one big fight in the beginning of the season, and now it, it feels like nothing can take them apart at this point. It has to be something, like, existential like this from Chuck, where he's, like, yeah. battling with ghost demons right now that could even tear them yeah. apart for a minute in this episode. Um over the penthouse, Lily is tearing apart her closet, and Rufus is like, oh, you're uh, cleaning out the closet again, which is weird, because you just did that yesterday and, and, and the day before. <laughs> clearly, you're not hiding anything from me. <laughs> He's like, oh, she, I mean, Lily's clearly trying to find that uh, letter that she misplaced and is now in the possession of Maureen. And she's like, oh, Vanya, organize a clothing drive, coats for Kiev, which would be pretty good thinking, but Rufus actually really actually thinking. knows right. that Vanya is from Minsk. <laughs> yeah. He's no, been living also, here for like, what, a month? And he, he knows more about that Vanya should've than That should have worked. It's does. weird that he knows that. <laughs> He's probably having conversations. What is Rufus doing all day? He's probably talking to Vanya right. like five hours a day. I mean, which Lily points out, yeah, too. Well, it's that, a, a huge slam. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it is, because um, <laughs> Lily's like complaining about Serena, and Rufus is just like, well, where is she? Let's, let's just bring her back. So, yeah, so, typical. Lily, Simple. That, that's his move, yeah. always. Mm -hmm. Lily's like, better idea, since you never do anything, why don't you go to this meeting for me? And, he, and he's like, a little hurt by that, so she reframes it as like, oh, no, no, I love that you've made the family your priority. <laughs> well, he said, I, yeah. I'm free. She's like, I thought you'd say that. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, he's, she's like, I'm totally free. She's like, yeah, I thought you might say that, considering you've done nothing since we got married. Yeah, just like digging, digging. The backhanded yeah. compliment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a priority. Lily is so gifted at tearing someone down without her yes. even realizing she's doing it. Yeah. Like, skill so set. Remember when Rufus had like an art gallery? Where, where'd the... <laughs> Remember? Yeah, he just doesn't do I mean, if I married Lily, which I hope to someday, I mean, I don't think I would do anything. Either. Yeah, I mean, you, I would, you'd be embracing be your, your trophy husband role. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, Trip and Serena here. They are in a bed somewhere at one of uh, like Trip's houses, I guess. And Trip takes a work phone call for the first time all week. So Serena's like, "Oh, who who's important enough for you to take the call?" And he tells her it's Barney Frank. And he asks Trip to serve on the finance subcommittee. I had no idea who Barney Frank was, but apparently Serena's a big fan because she's like, "No way, really!" And I, I looked up Barney Frank. Apparently. He, he had the distinction of being America's only left-handed gay Jewish congressman. So good for him. Good for him on that one. Wow. wow. You know, yeah. the big I three. Really he, like you. That three circled Venn diagram. He really checked all the boxes there. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I mean, left-handed gay and Jewish. It's hard to find all three. You don't find them. Yeah, you really true. don't, especially not in Congress. <laughs> I've had a lot of right-handed ones. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all over the place. Um, 
Serena is so excited that maybe all of this will blow over. And Trip's like, eh, it, it's got to blow up before it blows over. And it's only a matter of time before Marine goes public. So uh, Serena is still being very positive. Uh, she's like, you know, if everything falls apart, you know, so be it. We'll figure everything out, even if it means starting over. And Trip hears the word starting over and already seems to be having second thoughts. And so he's going <laughs> to he's gonna go into town and get some supplies and just leave Serena laying on the bed. Like, why doesn't Serena say, I'll come with you? Right. <laughs> right. She's exhausting. She's, She's so exhausting. exhausting. The two of them. This this whole plot. Like, yeah. like, I feel oh bad God. for. They both need to shut up. I feel bad for Serena, but she has never made a good decision ever in her life. No, no, it's no. So frustrating. Just, this is kind of what you come to expect from her, honestly. Yeah. But Trip is such a nightmare. Like this is exactly oh. what everyone said he would do. I, so, yeah, yeah it's it not like everyone didn't warn her. It's not like Nate, Blair, right. and Lily all told her not to do this, and mm-hmm. she did anyway. Mm-hmm. I do really love like the when he realizes that he does have to start out. He's like, start over. <laughs> like he's, I think there was a lot in there. He's so like, oh, dramatic. He, he does. He gets that look in his eyes where he's like, "Oh shit! I never thought I might have to start over." I just hate mean? his his damn hat the entire episode. <laughs> so necessary. looks like he's a in a newsboy. Should be like right Newsies. in a Charles Dickens musical. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. please, Why did he choose to wear that. It's so dumb. So. Uh, Chuck and Blair arrive to a homeless shelter, and the unhoused community really taking a beating on this show recently, where Oof. last episode, Vanessa got mad at her mom for daring to talk to a homeless man, and then this week, Blair says the, the homeless shelter is gross, but... Um, and that's just like Blair. Yeah, I mean, she's somewhat of, of an advocate, where she's like, yeah, no, well, she actually says she's not a huge advocate of the downtrodden, but she also doesn't like to step on them, so she points out, uh, right. if we t- kick them out of their loft here, where are they going to stay? Which... Uh, you know, not the best reasoning, but better than nothing. Better than Chuck who's <laughs> trying to kick everyone out onto the street. Right. Right. You just got the right idea. Yeah. And so Chuck's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll take it one step at a time. So uh, it seems like Chuck's just in a bad mood here. So he's going to take it out on the on the uh, poor, unfortunate people of the world. And so Blair calls him out and says he's being a Scrooge when he should be at home or laying flowers on his father's grave. So uh, if we didn't figure it out already, we now find out that it is the anniversary of Bart's death. And so uh, Chuck turns around and tells Blair to uh, take the car and meet him at the hotel for lunch. And Blair tells Chuck that he can pretend he never gets sad and all he cares about is making money. But just so they're clear, she knows better. And uh, she also tells Chuck that he is not his father, which is going to be a, a running theme where is Chuck going to turn into his father or is mm-hmm. he better than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, Blair is being really nice to her, to him all episode long, but. She is definitely pestering him about like, hey, feel something. Hey, why don't you like be sad? It's true. <laughs> like, I would be annoyed by that yeah, too. And, and Lily kind of does the same thing where it's like, I do get that they're coming where they're coming from. And I do love that they're trying to help him. But like, I mean, yeah, it sucks that he is trying to kick homeless people out into the street. But, <laughs> but like we saw him go through. He's doing it for we dad. Saw, <laughs> we saw him go through this when his dad died last year. And like, as long as he's not being like that destructive drunk person that he was last year, just let oh him go God. through this. He'll like bounce back was, on his feet for a, a weeks couple long. days. Yeah, when he was he was drunk for like a, a month and a half. As long <laughs> as he's not doing that, like he he'll be yeah. fine. Just like give him his space, and uh, you know, I feel like he can bounce back on his feet. Yeah, hopefully. So Empire State of Mind plays, and we've been hearing all the uh, all the tenth grade classics these last couple of episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Between what you say, Empire State of Mind. Uh, very excited to hear what, what comes next year. Um, yeah. Lily is sitting in her disgustingly messy closet. She can't find that damn letter. Uh, Trip is making phone calls, asking to meet with someone. Uh, Chuck walking down the street alone, but not for long, as one of Brendan's insane predictions finally comes true. As we said, <laughs> the ghost of Bart Bass is here, and the return of my good friend Robert John Burke. I I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I have met the guy that plays Bart Bass. Very very nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I've heard cool. he's very nice. Yes, I met. He's a uh, 
when he's not acting, he is a firefighter on Fire Island. And they were like, I, oh my God, they like, the most busy place for, for fires. <laughs> I know. And so, Jesus. and so on 4th of July every year, the, the firefighters like throw a big barbecue. And so I was there and he served me a corn on the cob. Awesome. <laughs> and I told and I told him that I I loved him in Gossip Girl and I was like looking at my phone for like other credits he had because I didn't only want to say Gossip Girl so I was like you were also good in uh the Black Klansman and he was like was I in? and I was like he was like was I in that I was like according to Wikipedia you know? he's like yeah I guess I was in that oh <laughs> did you ever reach out to him to come on your podcast I did not I, I did not um, I, you should next next time I see him on Fire Island I'll ask I'll ask him to come on the podcast That's so cool <laughs> he yeah. should. Um, the uh, in-person invite always goes a long yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Ghost Bart tells Chuck that he did the right thing, and Chuck just <laughs> brushes him off and walks inside the shelter. Uh, Brendan, I, I guess what was your like reaction of seeing Ghost Bart here? It was just a good fist pump, <laughs> a good cheater fist pump. I was, I know, it was really funny, but I, I really do wish they gave him like some sort of like a ghostly effect. Maybe put him in black and white or something, or have him fly around a little bit. <laughs> have him levitate. <laughs> Yeah, a little levitation would be nice. I mean, and the show's already so well. outlandish. Exactly. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. they could have done something like that. Of course, Bart had... would come back, you know, in the spirit form. Yeah, they could have right. had him possessed Or at least I wish else. one other person could have seen him. Yeah. <laughs> like Dorota sees yeah. him. Like, yeah, that would have been funny if Dorota was in this episode and just randomly also saw Bart for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... Spotted an it girl with an it bag, and Jenny has a new bag. She is really feeling herself as she gets to show it off to her nameless minions. Like she really is just such a queen in this season. She has been feeling yeah. herself for a few episodes now. Uh, the bag's not even in stores yet. I, you know, I immediately saw that. And I was like, drugs, that, drug oh, me money, too. drug, Like drug. they don't reveal <laughs> that she's paying through it with, but like. Because she's like yeah. the, the city's biggest drug dealer. She buys two more. But like, like, okay. We knew that she was doing this with Damien. So as soon as we see, and as soon as she's like, uh, yeah, uh, Lily is a Humphrey now, but like, I'm getting this my own way. I was like, oh, she's a drug dealer now. Yeah. Like, it's so like they, they had me doubt it a little bit towards the end when we hadn't referenced, like, we were, I thought we were going to end the episode without talking about the drugs again. Like, oh, did they forget about no, this? Because no. sometimes they do forget like, about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad they didn't. But yeah, but this random girl who i guess was once a minion and is now trying to become queen i don't remember her apparently her name is sawyer no. and uh, she comes and she has the same exact bag as jenny uh great minds shop alike and jenny tells her to take the bag back to the store because she is first dibs on designer everything and like uh it's just tough because you know we, we've seen so little of these new minions and we have no idea who they even are so like i, I did not know who this person uh, was or that this was some kind of power struggle at first but uh, jenny tells her that she doesn't care that her mom got her the bag from paris she can take it across the street and say goodbye to her friends jenny jenny is ruthless here mm -hmm. so good <laughs> she is so she does good. not give a shit <laughs> no who got her the bag no no i mean yeah but you're right though i, I wish i wish like Blair's minions at least had like a personality. We knew all of them pretty well. We be became friendly with them a little bit. And we knew, I still know who Penelope is. I haven't <laughs> seen her in a long time. But so. you do know her name and that's saying something. I do know, I do know her never name. Never forget yeah. Penelope. Yeah. Never, forget, uh -uh. never forget. Long yep. live no. Penelope. Some of the meanest Brandy, eyebrows in the game. So not, mean. That, not that Penelope is dead, but do you think we'll see ghost Penelope someday? <laughs> I think she is dead. I think Rufus hit her in the same car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus was on a rampage. <laughs> He killed Martin. I was like, you know what, Penelope? I really never liked you either. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out that this new girl here is working with Eric and Kira. Uh, Gossip Girl, not shy about introducing brand new characters whenever they need to. Uh, we had no idea who she is, but all of a sudden she's essential to the plot, much yeah. like was the case with Kira a few episodes ago. Also, 
Her outfit is very green. Like she is, she was green yeah. from head to toe. She, she looked like she was celebrating yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this new girl tells Eric and Kira that uh, it was totally humiliating, but Eric's got a plan. He's like, that's the point. Uh, we have to turn Carmen and Jane against Jenny, and they need to see that she's the meanest queen ever. So uh, we do get the minion names here, Carmen and Jane. Good to know. And it's an interesting tactic by Eric. I don't know if this would work because I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like these minions are too scared of Jenny to do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She's terrifying. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I don't, and I don't blame them. <laughs> That's why I was telling Eric. Eric should have just cut his loss, losses last week and just yeah apologized to Jenny and and come groveling back to her. Yeah, he's he's not equipped to take her down. Right. Like, even though he showed some chops in this episode, Jenny even gives him props at the end of the episode. But like in like kind of like a condescending way, like yeah, that that was really good. Good job, Eric. But like uh, real cute, yeah. Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was one step ahead of you the whole time, but it was pretty good. <laughs> Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, also, I will point out that Jenny's hair finally looks halfway decent. It looked, it was dirty for about a season. So I'm glad oh that she has cleaned that. it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, even just dirty. dirty. It was like um, yellow. It wasn't even blonde. <laughs> yeah. It was like yellow. I'll be yeah, seeing. She's yes. looking good. Yeah. I'll be seeing uh, Jenny Humphrey live in concert in six days. Her band. Hey, yeah. Awesome. I'm very, very cool. excited for that. I'll ask her to come on the pod too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get up on stage. Yeah, get up on stage. <laughs> like tap her on the shoulder. Excuse me. Yeah. Um so the the plan is to have this new girl become queen. And uh I don't know. I like I don't think Eric has thought this through because if he does this, Jenny will be mad at her, and then this new queen will just dispose of Eric as soon as she doesn't need him anymore, and he'll be right back where he was once before, except Jenny will hate him. So like I think he's just gonna end up with more enemies, but Eric asks here if she's ready for phase two, regardless. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here with the two of them, and it's funny how it all kind of just resolves. Just like, yeah, are we done or what? Yeah, yeah. listen, Serena gets in an True. accident, everyone all just right. resolves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I don't care. I don't, I can't have my my favorite high schoolers, Jenny and Eric, fighting with each other. I need them to go no, back yeah, to being inseparable. Yeah. So Great. I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, Nan and Dan and Nate are in uh, the only diner um, in the city, and Dan has finally accepted that he is in love with Vanessa for some reason. Uh, but oh. now his no. <laughs> <laughs> can't 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 say why. But uh, the window's closed. She's into Paul Hoffman. Got to say, Dan's sideburns are getting out of control. They are they're taking control. up his whole face. Yeah, oh, goes through my. a lot of hair moments really on and this show. If he like, like we've said every week, almost the, the three guys cannot all have good hair at the same time. If Dan could no. just get his hair and facial hair situation together, he would be easily the best looking guy on the show. But un- yeah. unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it's, so are, it's still. Probably... Are we also are we Vanessa haters here too? Is that what no. the no. about? We hate Vanessa. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I love Vanessa. I, we have justice for Vanessa. It's the whole. Dan's Dan plot. Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. yeah, the plot is okay. awful. Sure. Yeah. Does not make sense. Yeah, I, I do know we differ on this subject. We are we are famously Vanessa haters here, but some of the guests that come on are uh, presidents of the Vanessa fan club and will- A few of the yeah, guests. A yeah. few. Well, yeah. I'd like to meet them. Yeah. Me too. Because yeah. we defend her <laughs> and Jenny. Her and Mel, Jenny, yeah. we are pro-Jenny yeah. and Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. Right, Mel, Mel will be thrilled to know that she has two new members of the of the Vanessa fan club. <laughs> hey, Mel. <laughs> she is fighting for her life out there. <laughs> they just did her dirty. They just did her dirty. I mean, they, they are always doing they her do. dirty, but, uh, you know, 
I, I don't have to like her and I will, and I will not. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, sp- speaking of good looking guys though, Nate is rocking the uh, long sleeve V-neck again. And I'm very happy about that. He, he must've heard my compliments yeah. in, last, in the last episode because he, he, he yeah. went back, he went back to what's working and wore another long sleeve V-neck. Um, I'm also like, I saw them here and I, I, every time they do this, I say this, but I love when Dan and Nate are friends. I, yeah. Yes. Like, we don't, we it don't, is love it. So ever. And this scene, this scene is very cute too. He's like, he's telling Dan that Paul Hoffman's a douche and he's got two options. <laughs> he can go to war and fight for the girl he loves or just forget and and uh, move on to a palate cleanser. And so Vanessa walks in with everyone's good friend, uh, Willa Weinstein, and they are here to invite Dan to Willa's Country House for the weekend. Uh, a writer's retreat, hot tub, Paul Hoffman will be there. Three big selling points. Kind of rude to invite him right in front of Nate, who who uh, it does not get the yes. invite because he's not a writer. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Dan turns him down, turns her down, and everyone looks at him like he's an idiot, which, to be fair, he he, he is. And, he is an idiot. But yeah. as soon as they leave, Nate's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you can go and either box out Paul or get with Willa. Like, you know, she's an actor, so you know she's crazy. And then he just shouts Willa's name and looks down and got to love so sometimes. It's so funny. I yeah. loved that part. Willa, <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. So good. It's so Nate. What a, so funny. Nate's so what a funny. good friend, too, just because he, he's been dealing with his own shit yeah. with Serena leaving him for his his cousin. Ugh. And he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll help out my boy Dan yeah. instead. Like, focus my energy into that. He's just Meanwhile, a, I'm heartbroken over yeah, here. Yeah, he's just a good friend all episode. He really is. And so yeah. Willa tells Dan they're meeting at the dorms tonight. Come find her. And uh, Nate just tells him you're welcome. So, Well, he says will do and he should have said will do uh, <laughs> missed it. opportunity there missed opportunity don't worry totally. I, think, I, think willow, so I think willow will still be all over him i don't think we have to worry <laughs> <laughs> i don't think yeah. that was a deal breaker mm. so uh rufus shows up to the uh <laughs> the housewife meeting i guess is what this is mm-hmm. and he meets holland kemble played by uh, one of the moms from the fosters apparently and apparently uh they were placing bets on when rufus would show up and she had today so she's the winner and uh, she says Bart never came to these meetings, but once she saw an attractive man like Rufus move into the building and based on his comings and goings, it doesn't seem like he has a boardroom to run or hedge fund to manage. You know, it was only a matter of time. I mean, she's basically telling Rufus, like, he's a house husband with nothing to do and he belongs with the housewives here. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> you know, he looks is... lower class. Yeah. You know, he yeah, don't exactly. look like someone yeah. who right. belongs here. You don't no, look no. important. So yeah. <laughs> Rufus is claiming not to be a trophy husband, but she sees right through him. And she's like, don't worry, we're all in this together. We all gave up our independence for love. And now uh, we have nothing left. Our husbands are all cheating on us with our with the yoga instructors. <laughs> she, like, I don't know why she says all this, but uh, she opens Rufus up to the table with open arms and... Uh, this should be an interesting development, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like this for him. I mean, this this could be where he belongs. It could be, yes. Uh, hmm. He's gonna go he's gonna go to this random lady that he just met for advice at the end of the episode. So we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Yeah, was that was that like a, a banging situation or was that just like an advice right, situation? You tell me. I don't know. I, I hope it's not a bang. <laughs> he better not do my girl Lily dirty like that. He's way he's punching above his own weight right now as it is yeah, i know he should be <laughs> he should be uh counting his lucky stars that, that lily's yeah, e- agreed to marry him well is it in character do you think rufus would cheat not i don't i don't think so that's why it makes no sense but like the way he looked at that housewife yeah. maybe they have the housewife house husband connection yeah and they're gonna form a, they'll have a little housewife alliance yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Serena and Tripp are on the phone. Tripp says he's with Grandfather because uh, Grandfather caught wind of what was going on, wants to give him some advice. And Serena's like, yeah, I'm glad you're working on things uh, with him. But, uh, you know, she's left alone here with no coffee or cable, which what the fuck has she been doing all day? This seems like a nightmare. She's just been (laughs) laying in bed. This is terrible. 
I know. Yeah, like we mentioned it before at the top. Like, where is this house <laughs> that it has no, no heat, cable, no Wi-Fi, no, nothing, no, no heat. cable? And it's like not a it almost looked That's like they coming. were driving in like Garden City. You know how Garden City has right. like all those like kind of Tudor-esque yeah. homes? Totally. I was like, oh, maybe Somewhere it's Garden like City, Shore. but there's heat and Wi-Fi and a coffee maker and those things. <laughs> it's like, remember when <laughs> remember when Nate's dad went to jail and it immediately made his electricity go off right away? Yeah. Did, did this yeah. house also... <laughs> get affected by that somehow <laughs> it must <be. laughs> right <laughs> so also i feel like grandfather's advice a trip if he was talking to him would be like yeah bitch this serena girl what are you doing so yeah. serena should oh, not definitely. should not yeah. want him to talk to grandfather and so uh trip apologizes says his life is a mess serena still being very understanding and uh Sir- trip is like all right great see you tonight and serena's like wait what tonight and he just hangs up. And so uh, <laughs> we, we see that Trip is actually with Maureen. Didn't take long at all uh, for like Trip to uh, realize he had to meet with Maureen and uh, get some things get some things going here because everything is crumbling with Serena. And Maureen tells Trip that if he if he does this right, he can still have his career and the woman of his dreams, and she can still have her marriage. So I, I love that they're meeting in the middle of a random road for this. They did not yeah. feel the need to go. To, somewhere. to me, I thought this was in this in the driveway further down. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're just like in front yeah, of I think, trees. I think you're right. <laughs> it could be. I hope Trip it's had like... the audacity to meet with Maureen like right outside the house. Where but Serena... he took the car to drive to the yeah. end of the driveway. Yeah. I right. guess he That's would do true. that. Just out of the eye shot. Right. True. Okay. It's so stupid. But so, um, yeah. Trip wants to know why she's okay with this, and she's like, "We both have our dreams that we don't want to give up on." So Trip claims that he does care about his career, but not as much as he cares about Serena. Ugh. And yeah, and <laughs> Maureen tells Trip that Serena is just a phase and will be a distant memory to them in a few years. Uh, Trip disagrees, but Maureen is willing to take the bet. Honestly, good for her because she's completely right. Like she, Absolutely. she has, she has all of the power here, and she is not afraid to wield it. And she's like, Queen. Yeah, t- <laughs> seriously, Maureen is like Maureen's pretty great. Like as a yeah, villain, she like, is. She, yeah. she's great. She, Knows, she's a she knows what she horrible wants. Horrible actor, she, but she's yeah. she's a good character. <laughs> the scene between Trip and her, I was like, who the fuck are these high school actors? Like, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. This is so bad. How dare you? Is a, a I think that the hat makes he Trip a bad, a bad actor. He's on Broadway. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't um, know about her, but yeah. Maureen wants to talk to Serena, woman, uh, woman to woman, and they both just like walk away. So back to Chuck chatting with his ghost dad. And Ghost Bart is now. This is an actor. <laughs> this, this is an actor. <laughs> this is an actor. Ghost Bart tells Chuck he liked what he saw today, but uh, he should have signed on and be moving forward by now. And uh, Chuck tells Ghost Dad that he needs to figure some things out first. Uh, and he's also clearly getting hammered at this at this moment. I don't know if it's yes. this is what's making him see the ghost. Brendan, I mean, Brendan, once a year at this point. Yeah, I guess. Have you ever gotten so drunk yeah. that you started talking to uh, dead people? No, mm. not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. I don't think, I've not so. I don't think that, it's happened yet. <laughs> I've not reached that stage of our lives yet. No, I, I, have, I was told actually when I was in New Orleans a couple weeks ago that um, I was talking to myself. You were talking to yourself. I mean, maybe you were talking to a, a ghost. Yeah. It seems like you I don't mean, really I definitely remember. talk to myself. Yeah. Oh, me yeah, too. For sure. Yes. All the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I talk to my cat. Drunk and not same. Drunk, yes. I'm always talking to my cat. Yeah. Uh, so Ghost Bart tells Chuck the residents should be none of Chuck's concerns uh, if he wants the write-off for 09 he needs to break ground by the new year and uh, this is where we're going to find out if Chuck is going to turn into his father or not uh, pretty compelling stuff and Bart gives him a ho-ho homeless was this your joke of the episode Brendan? 
<laughs> it would have been if it wasn't for Lily slamming Rufus earlier today. <laughs> the fact that it is just like Bart Bess just mon- monotonously saying "ho ho homeless" just I loved really, it. really it, got me. It was like it reminds you, like, oh, I guess this is kind of close to Christmas. We just had Thanksgiving, but this is not a Christmas episode <laughs> yeah. until just now. Yeah. I guess it is. This is the only thing that makes it a Christmas episode. Is <laughs> it's like Christmas in the Die Hard aspect. Yeah, it's Bart saying because of that one "ho line. ho homeless." So, <laughs> Chuck's like, I don't need your advice, Ghost Dad. I've been doing pretty well without you, and Bart's gonna like start being a dick now he's like yeah nice hotel but i really haven't seen anything in the past year that suggests you have what it takes and if anything you've been kind of a disappointment so even even uh, chuck's hallucinations are uh bringing Accurate. him down here yeah he needs to hallucinate happy um, <laughs> and so the ghost is trying to convince chuck that he opened his heart up to blair and it made him weak and soft and then just like kind of laughs in his face and like sarcastically tells him he loves him which <laughs> slap in the face <laughs> it's also weird that is weird i love you Ooh. <laughs> oh. that's what i get from my dad every time i see him too <laughs> like i love you dad and he's like i love you too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, Serena is on the phone, and Nate is Nate's happy to hear from her, even though she chose to abandon him on Thanksgiving. Like, nice guy Nate just hopes that she's all right, and he's just going to continue being a good friend. And Serena tells him that Trip is still out. Uh, the heat at the, hot I- at the cottage has died. And uh, Nate's like, yeah, I'm, I'm no help. I've only been there in the summer so she's like wi-fi anything and he's like hey uh have you ever read uh, the old man in the sea and (laughs) serena right away says i prefer fitzgerald to hemingway which i did not know that these two authors were mutually exclusive like (laughs) also like the fact that she knew either of those i was surprised shamed (laughs) i was like that was a quick it was very quick yeah i feel like she has that answer like preloaded anytime anyone asks her about a book she's like i actually prefer fitzgerald yes it's like yeah yeah, i've never read it either and serena should have been like that's because you can't read nate as as we know but (laughs) right he he tells serena to find it on the bookshelf there's some pot hidden in there and he uh, tells serena not to tell grandfather and also that he he and trip hit it there a couple of summers ago so it might be a little dusty but it's the best he can do so i guess serena's gonna smoke some dusty weed and get high by herself like clearly not (laughs) she doesn't have a lighter (laughs) clearly not the glamorous life she was envisioning yeah that's true she doesn't she doesn't have a lighter and that serena also is going to tell nate that trip is with grandfather and nate immediately can uh Thinks that that is a lie, but just needs to double check. And so he tells Serena if she needs anything else uh, to let him know. And Serena is just glad that they can still talk. And honestly, so am I. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you like, like this, though? though? Her yeah, exactly. being like, I'm so glad we can still be friends and talk. I was <laughs> no, like, I don't like, I don't like anything Serena does or says in, in this episode. <laughs> yeah. True. True. It, it's, it's tough. Um, it is nice, at least that they have some sort of interact. They, the two of them make sense to interact more than any of the other characters for for a lot of reasons. Yes, agreed. So yeah. them and just having this phone call is like, okay, it's still annoying, but at least they're still yeah. friendly and they weren't fighting for no reason like they were right. and earlier in season three. I was skeptical mm. about like Nate's random crush on Serena coming out of nowhere because they had just been fighting for like three episodes right before that, but... You know, now when I see when I see uh, Nate like at the end of the episode sleeping on the chair next to her, uh, I feel like they they are a good match. I think I think I'm shipping them at this yeah. point. Yeah, I think it. I shipped them the most. Yeah, Same. out of any of the ships for her, at least mm-hmm. they make yeah. sense. They do make sense. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're both uh, 
Golden Retrievers. Exactly. Yes. They're yeah. both the Golden yeah. Retrievers of, of mm-hmm. the group. So uh, as soon as Serena ends this conversation, we get a hello, Serena. And Maureen appears out of nowhere. And <laughs> she was like, One of her greatest tricks. at least she waited for her to hang up the phone, I guess. She didn't interrupt the phone call. <laughs> and Serena tells her to get out and she's going to tell Trip. And Maureen's like, who do you think told me that you were here? And so she lays out the ground rules. Uh, she and Trip are not going to get a divorce, which, you know, we all saw that one coming. And Serena can have him in private, but she gets him in public. And I am just laughing at how immediately. I was, I was laughing. I was laughing out loud. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> right away. Like, Serena did not even have, a, like, a few minutes to, like, think that this was the right decision. As soon as she made this decision, Trip is leaving her. Maureen's telling her that, like, the dream is over. And then she also just brings out this letter. And she she doesn't know how she got this. Uh, she reveals it's from Dr. Vanderwoodson. And <laughs> Maureen just straight up says, the more relevant question is what your stepfather will say when he finds out your mother is a cheating whore. <laughs> oh my god she is not pulling any punches <laughs> the crowd here at the crematorium got a big laugh out of that, that line this is very funny and holler um, at the crematorium. if anything with this plot line though like i like it only because it's a reason to say i told you so to serena just like laugh at her the whole episode long like you are stupid you're just like enjoyably right. and no laughing one, at her and no one does get to say i told you so to serena because she does uh go to the hospital so it'd be kind of in right. bad taste so we don't we don't get that moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah she gets yeah. it like she'll get it again though you know oh, like yeah. we get this moment a million <laughs> right. times and right. serena i told you so keeps going so. it's getting worse so. every time yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly like, we still don't know exactly what this letter says. We just know that uh, Serena's mother and father were alone in his hotel room, but it does not say what they were doing. Brendan, do you think they were uh, they were fucking or were they doing something else? <laughs> I don't I really don't think so. Um, usually I vote for like the sexual aspect of it. Of it yes, all, but this I, is a democracy here. We do vote for <laughs> I vote <laughs> I vote for. Yeah, no, I don't vote for that. I don't like it. I would be so mad. This is like, it's been so many years of just like the two of them going back and forth. And it was almost annoying when it happened. I'm like, well, if we're going to do this, can we please just do this forever? Because either don't or do. I don't know. Right. So, 100%. Beautiful words. You should have been at the wedding, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> either in, don't or do. Instead of just Scott. Get it over you, with. Should, you should have taken Scott's place. Scott. <laughs> Scott. Scott. Triggered by Scott. Scott, who we will no. never hear from again, who was on the oil rig with. Did you guys like Scott? I don't want to interrupt your flow, but like, no, he's horrifying. Awful, right? (laughs) It's horrifying. (laughs) Like such a bad actor, and I don't terrible actor, and I and I hate, I hate to be critical of the great Chris Ritchie, but But (laughs) we were slamming his acting every week. But like, why bring him in to just? That's it. And then and then when Thanksgiving comes a few weeks later, they're like, and by the way, Scott can't make it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably the only time they reference him they again even, like, in the series. Him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had the acting prowess of someone that would date Serena, also. Much, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but he he got he got stuck with Vanessa. Um, much like oh, uh, right. Cy- oh right, oh much like Cyrus's son, who we will also never hear from again when he Aaron will also Rose. yeah never yeah. come to any. <laughs> I hate Aaron Rose. Yeah, we, we all hate Aaron Rose. One of the worst. Awful. Every time, every time they have like a guy love interest like recurring character for a few episodes they are always the driest like worst character like they cannot cast cast recurring male guests for some reason yeah yeah i think you're right it's a a terrible pattern but so awful yeah want to make a podcast spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily then distribute it everywhere and even earn money and you can do that all in one place for free it's called spotify for podcasters and here's how it works 
Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Where, where are we here? Maureen is cheerfully telling Serena that, to think about her offer and uh, let her know uh, that with this letter. So she says with the letter, she could force her out of the picture altogether, but that's not what Trip wanted. So I'm trying to put myself in Serena's shoes here. I, I feel like Serena is mad at her mom right now. So I'm kind of surprised she didn't just like call Maureen's bluff and be like, yeah, I don't care. Tell everyone that my mom like probably cheated on her husband. I'll just, I'll just keep fucking trip. Like, yeah, your, yeah. your move Maureen. That's true too. I guess part of her is like, oh shit, my mom was so right. I yeah, should probably yeah, that's be nice true. to her right now. That's true. Like I, I should be apologizing to my mom right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Family. Absolutely. So Blair comes home. Chuck stood her up, unfortunately, and she offers to get Rube service, but uh, Chuck tells her she doesn't need uh, he doesn't need her to take care of him. And so Blair just staying strong, still being for them. Like she knows he's going through a tough time right now. And Chuck has uh, clearly let the alcohol and his ghost dad get to him because he tells Blair, who has been nothing but supportive of him, that he's buying the building and that she can't tell him what to do. So uh, she tells he like kicks her out as well and then uh, has another quick conversation with the ghost dad. And like, I don't know. I- I'm glad that this is kind of only like, a thing between them for like this episode and that by the end of the episode chuck is like back to being appreciative right. of her because i i'd, I'd be mad if I, there was like if ghost, if ghost bar too. caused like a multi-episode uh <laughs> argument between them i know i was about to be very upset about that too because uh, yeah like i said before like they they've come so far like please don't let this stupid little thing break them up <laughs> or like be uh, like be on track to yeah be their demise they've got to come up with uh, new and inventive ways to break chuck and blair up because we've already seen everything between them already i guess i guess this would be a new inventive thing yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> so. yeah I, I also like I, I like the response to i thought we were gonna have lunch and he just says i'm sorry i had too much to drink yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh goodbye and she's like yeah i get she's it like, can't argue that I guess logic that's circumstantial <laughs> yeah can't argue that logic let's get room I feel like that's not the only time he said that it's not just today the day of his dad's death it's just whenever it happens like, oh, okay. yeah that's that's just a tuesday for him so yeah. He tells uh, Eric is with the minions here and, you know, he's he's like in his salesman mode. He's like, think about it here. Jenny becoming queen might actually not be good. You know, <laughs> Blair, Blair never banished someone for getting a gift, which I feel like they have pretty short memories because that seems exactly like something Blair would do. Um, yeah. Blair, however, was not egging all the gays and dumping yogurt on her family members. So I do have to give her that. that at least it's true. <laughs> she at least did not stoop that low. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I didn't realize that she was like egging specifically gays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we nobody, know, nobody else. I mean, famously, Eric and Jonathan are the only gay people in the Upper East Side, so it's just so, just so happens that neither of them are left-handed, though. I don't think. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, keep an for eye for when out. they enter Congress. Uh. <laughs> um, so, Eric, Eric tells them, "Think about it. It's almost Christmas time. There could be a wishless carnage, but." Jenny is very vigilant. She saw this attack coming because at the mere mention of Christmas, she comes bearing gifts for her loyal minions. And, you know, she that's she says she was mad at Sawyer because she ruined the surprise that Jenny uh, got these bags for everyone. And 
Eric asks Jenny how she got this money because uh, Lily's generous, but she would not give Jenny that much. And Jenny does not answer. But again, we all know it's because she has turned into the city's biggest and most successful drug dealer overnight. Pretty impressive. I mean, you wouldn't expect <laughs> if you're the cops, you're not looking at 16 year old Jenny. Right. True. <laughs> you know, that's a good. Yeah, idea. She's she's uh, flying under the radar. So yeah. Blair is going to go to Lily for help, which is funny because uh, she's like, Chuck is having a tough time with today. And since you are a two, Lily, probably, uh, I-, I need some advice from you. And Lily is like one step away from just saying, why, what's today? Yeah. <laughs> she clearly, <laughs> I, like, it does not come into play. It is just a choice by, like, the writers to have her forget that this was Bart's <laughs> death anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> because she's clearly forgotten. And so... Uh, Blair tells Lily that Chuck refuses to visit her father's grave and that he's also never visited his mother's grave because uh, Bart never even told him where she was buried. So Lily tells Blair that she'll talk to Charles and Rufus walks in and then uh, Blair tells him that it's Bart's one year mark and she leaves and Rufus is like, Lily, why didn't you say anything? No wonder you're so upset, which is funny again because Lily did not remember, but now she has like a convenient excuse to pretend. Oh, right. I am so upset. <laughs> yeah. So typical Lily. She breaks so right into She's typical. like, oh, it was so tough. It was oh, so Rufus, tough when yes. Bart died. Thank you for being also there. Also weird to like to have Rufus comfort you for that also. Like yeah. you were kind of the rebound when you were about to like leave him yeah. before he died anyway. Like comfort me also, for like, this guy that I married before you. Everyone knows when Bart died, especially Rufus who killed him himself. So like right. he, <laughs> yeah. he should have known that the death anniversary was coming out. <laughs> it just snuck up on everyone though. So. Um, yeah. Serena's on the phone with Nate. Nate is still coaching Serena through all this. Even you'd think Nate would have something better to do with his time. Like how are those classes at Columbia going for Nate? We have never seen him in a classroom or at any school related function. He is, supposedly in Colombia, but he is spends yeah. most of his time on the phone or at the diner. At the diner, yeah. yeah. A lot of people we see like school adjacent are Blair, Vanessa, and Dan. Yeah, the right. NYU and we people, see them, like, in the dorms we see them in the dorms. Uh, I mean, the only... Which I forgot that Blair was in dorms until today. Yeah, the only... Dan knocks on the door like, oh shit, she stays there right, sometimes. Right, yeah, the yeah. only other person who is in school is Nate, supposedly, but we have never seen him go to a school related anything. Right. No. Um, so cool. he tells Serena to consider that at least some of what Maureen is saying might be true. And Serena's like, why would you say that? I risk everything to be with Trip. So you're not allowed to say that Maureen it might be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Serena. And Nate tried very hard to get you not to risk everything to be with Trip. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe maybe he has a point here. But Serena is convinced that Trip's going to explain everything when he gets back from talking to Grandfather. And Nate tells her that Grandfather is in Bermuda. So Serena now knows that Trip is lying to her and uh, says she has to go. Um, Always. Recently, I have to yeah. go. I have, I have to, to go. go. I, I have to go. Say, I have to go. <laughs> friend of the pod, Sam, recently showed me a six-minute <laughs> compilation, compilation video of all the times Serena says she has to go. <laughs> I didn't know that. So good. Which, well, yeah, That's he really said funny. he specifically didn't show you because there might be spoilers. Uh, sure. So sure. he showed me, and I watched the whole thing, and it is so funny. Just Serena repeatedly saying, "I have to go." It's so funny. <laughs> so many different ways. I did not realize it was like a, her catchphrase until I saw yeah. the video. <laughs> so that's like how the like the catchphrase of all the straight men characters on uh, Always Sunny are always like, "What is happening?" Like they use that line <laughs> for everything. Always like the people that are not crazy. Yes, 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 yes. Those are my favorite kind of episodes. Um, oh, yeah. And so we find out that Nate is headed to Nassau County. Very exciting whenever we get a Long Island name drop here. 
And not just once. No, no, they, no, no. They continue to hammer you with <laughs> They this. continue to say, driver, take me to Nassau County. Nassau County. 516 <laughs> like number. Exotic. And it, There's wolves there. <laughs> it's like they don't even say a town. It's just no. take me to Nassau County. Anywhere the driver Nassau, should be okay. saying, sir, I'm going to need an address. But instead they just say, yes, of course. I will take you straight to Nassau. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I feel like uh, the writers for this got all of their information on what happens on Long Island from that episode of New Girl where Schmidt says at the end, <laughs> Long Island, 516, Billy Joel. <laughs> so true. And they said, that's a really good point. Nassau, 516, put in the episode. That's all we need. Yeah, I know. Their oh, yeah. New York is their New York knowledge is questionable. Their Long Island knowledge is very questionable. Yeah. So they like, get to the city and back from Long Island in like 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. No problem. Okay, sure. That works. He's in Manhattan. He says, "Get to the LIE. Yeah. Get to the LIE. Like, get to the LIE. Just jump. Just get right on. there. Just get off." <laughs> So uh, Dan, Dan goes to Willa's room and he's ready to go. But Willa told Paul and Vanessa that they'd be a while because uh, she wants to help him with she wants him to help her with something a performance art piece that she did, which is just a video of her naked, which has to be some kind of sexual harassment. You cannot just show people videos of yourself naked without their consent. That's true. And call it performance art. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Willa. I tried this, this is, before in college. It does not work. Unfortunately, will Willa seems to be uh, learning some things from her father. <laughs> was she like? Was she at least? dancing in it or like i brendan was it just her you, just like standing there you're gonna have like... to tell me you got the the uh, unrestricted version on your hbo max you're gonna have to tell me what happened there. <laughs> I, I did not um... it was it was also censored yeah I, wow. I got to see a little bit wow. of it but it was like the, the bars yeah. so lily visits charles and asks him to come with her to the cemetery uh, he tries to brush her off to do business and Lily tries to convince Chuck to come with her. Uh, she's trying to relate to him on a personal level, talking about how his father was always tough to communicate with, and sometimes he needed to be alone. But she says they're not like him, and they need each other. And right now, she needs Chuck to do this with her. Um, and Chuck apologizes, but he believes the way to honor his father is through work. Um, so, again, like, I... We already like, talked about this. Like, I, the get, the yeah, I get know? where like... Lily is coming from. I like that she's trying to help, but, you know, uh, Chuck, Chuck will be fine. Just give him a couple days, and he'll be fine. He's fine by the end of the episode, with I guess thanks to uh, a little hospital visit that I that, that ends right. up uh, getting him through everything. Um, yeah. But Serena interrupts this chat and calls Lily, and she tells Lily that uh, she doesn't need to explain herself right now. She just needs her mom, and she tells Lily that Maureen has the letter from Dad, and she's threatening to show it to Rufus. And so uh, she also tells her that Trip has been lying to her. She's on the verge of tears here. And Lily apologizes for the letter, what happened with her father. She's going to tell Rufus everything like she should have done in the first place. And so Serena says she's coming home. And they tell, you know, they say they love each other, which is nice, nice for the mother and daughter to be on the same page. Uh, and so Lily tells Chuck she has to attend to the living right now, but she hopes that he'll consider what she said and visit the grave for the both of them. Uh, but Chuck uh, just, you know, throws the roses in the garbage once Lily leaves and says they should be yellow roses because those were her mother's favorite. Mm. Mm. I mean, it would be a weird thing for her to know that. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. It, yeah. It, it would be kind of strange. Um, I do love, like, obviously, Lily has very good reason to leave because Serena calls her uh, and really needs her there. But it is very funny yeah. where she's like, Chuck, come on, stop being stupid. You need to put away everything and go visit. And then she gets a phone call. Yeah. She's like, on second thought, I can't make it to I the grave go. today. <laughs> Chuck, you're going to have to go without me, buddy. But I always, and then they go, I always do enjoy Lily and Charles. They have yes, such a wonderful yeah, yeah. relationship. They really do. And like is nice. Chuck is a 
dick to everyone when he can he can get like this but like that relationship he has with lily like he does kind of view her as a mother because he's never had a mother figure in his life so it is very sweet seeing the two of them he almost like doesn't want to but he can't help himself yeah and he has stayed part of like the family even though bart has died so he's not like connected to them at all but uh lily still can we haven't gotten a good like serena's sister line from him no yeah yeah. i miss miss those the season two (laughs) i do miss those Um, so Serena is leaving, but Trip just like starts yelling at her and asks where she's going. Uh, he's still wearing his little newsboy cap for some reason, which makes the scene funnier than it should be. <laughs> so he, he tries to get Serena to stay and she's like, all right, then j- just tell me you haven't been lying to me all day. And he simply cannot do that. And I feel like he like tries to cry here, but since he's like a robot, he can't do it. Like he tries to squeeze some tears out, but he's, such a faker. Yeah. he's like, he just looks like caught. He looks like he's, he's got his tail between his legs right now. Yeah. He's just like, so again, did I do something? Yeah, yeah. Again, he just resorts to yelling and pleading to Serena as she's leaving. He's like, "Just give me a chance. Get in the car with me. I'll explain everything." He's like, "You know, I want to be with you more than anything." He uh, just keeps saying that, like it still has does. any kind it's of meaning. So unbelievable! Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he thinks these like the magic words, and to an extent, they are because Serena does get in the car with her. Yeah, and she, he knows she, what she, works she, with her. Yeah, he knows she's very easy. She's to like, yeah, out. I'll get in the car with you, but. You're not gonna explain anything to me. I'm done. I'm done talking. Like, then what's the point like, of it? I'll take your ride. I, yeah, I, I guess. guess. So she gets a ride. <laughs> like, but and you're a famous good driver. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, what's the worst? He that looks can like a driver, like a taxi <laughs> he driver. He does. It's a driver hat. Yeah. <laughs> but like, seriously, Trip has shown her everything she needs to see at this point, and she needs to leave. I don't care like how hot Aaron Tveit is, but Serena, obviously, uh, again, not known for uh, her great decision making, so she is going to once again get in the car. And like, honestly, if not for the big car accident. She probably does just get back together with him by the end of that car trip. Oh, easily. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'd say so. And so we're back to the scene that we saw to start off the episode. Uh, They almost run over these poor wolves again, and instead they crash. And uh, cut to the car is totaled. Trip gets out, is barely injured, but he looks in the car, sees Serena like laying unconscious with blood on her face. And so he panics and calls Maureen. It's like, Maureen, Maureen, something terrible happened. I need help. Um, And then then just leaves. And then just leaves the scene of the crime. I couldn't believe it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this guy's insane. How could he he get worse? I I was in disbelief. Um, I was like, this this show is cracking me up. I was reading the like critics' reviews for this on the Wikipedia page. Apparently the critics were very critical of Serena and her decision making in this episode, which cannot blame them, but one of them wrote that Serena's accent was the only head injury he ever cheered for. (laughs) (laughs) wow nice tough 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 look for this was such a roller coaster of emotions because like at some points i was laughing because this episode is such a joke and then sometimes i was really enjoying it like genuinely yeah yeah yeah. i I don't know how to feel i was i was so confused for the the one the one scene that i loved the most was chuck and blair at the hospital which i know we'll get to but i was like it took me out of me laughing that i was like wait this is gossip girl what am i doing i'm actually (laughs) why why, why do i care (laughs) like why is this like a genuine moment here that yeah. I'm feeling something for. So the police show up. So does Nate, who was uh, luckily like tracking them down to begin with. Uh, he yells for Serena, sees her pulling away, being pulled away on a stretcher, and he asks her what happened. And she uh, mumbles like more than the usual Serena mumble. Uh, she asks where Trip is, if he's okay, and it's like Trip, like Trip's not here. And Serena's like, "What do you mean? He was driving." So, like, just to well, recap, in my version actually. <laughs> oh yeah, what happened? Before you go on, yeah, no, no. Um, Rufus was in the driver's seat. <laughs> Rufus, you think Rufus tried to kill Serena? As it well? was the one year anniversary. <laughs> 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 so of course every day every year on this day rufus gets possessed and just has to kill someone <laughs> <in a car. laughs> that's a twist yeah to recap yeah. Yeah. trip 
Trip fucked over Serena all day after making like both of them throw away everything, forces her to let her him drive her somewhere, crashes the car, calls Maureen, <laughs> leaves Serena stranded, like a classic hit and run. Like what a guy. I hate him. Winner winner. I hate him. I hate him. He, he was already like such an extreme character before the car ride. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. And then he does this. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Nate's like struggling to put all of this together in his little brain, but you can see him figure everything out. And he calls Trip and tells him that he needs to see him right now. He tells him to meet him at the hospital or he's calling the cops. And I read on the, the trivia, uh, the IMDb trivia, that in all ep- other episodes featuring Trip, his name is spelled with two P's, but in Nate's phone, it's only spelled with one, which what? leads me to believe that uh, Nate does not know how to spell his cousin's name, which is <laughs> exactly. very funny. <laughs> That's exactly That's right. Funny. Nate can't read, Nate can't spell. Just my, <laughs> I love the it. Only, the only thing Nate can do is make a speech for some reason. Yeah. Else is no he's good at speech. speeches. He's very good yeah. at that. Yes. It's his one random talent. Everything else he struggles with. Um, House husband Rufus is cooking for Lily. Uh, He figured Lily could use some comfort food. And uh, since they have alone time, Lily wants to tell Rufus something important. But at that exact moment, she gets a number from a 516 area code. So she says, oh, Mm. Long Island might be Serena. And uh, Mm. (laughs) we don't hear the conversation, but we can tell from her face that uh, she just found out her daughter's going to the hospital. And my brain was like, wait. How could it be? Does her does her cell phone number change when she goes to Nassau <laughs> County? Yeah, that's like, so true. I don't get it, but I guess I, I think this is still kind of the era where maybe people did have phones in the house. Yeah, yeah, like, like oh, definitely, right. yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, but I was genuinely confused for a second. I was like, "What?" We do. We have this like scene of like Lily getting this phone call with devers- devastating information, and then we just do a hard cut to Dan and Willa getting it on. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that's another great part. I was like, I forgot about this. I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> they are just making out fully clothed it's in so the bed, funny. and Dan breaks it off. He's like, "I, it's 100 percent me. Your your performance thing is amazing, and you're a great uh. kisser." Like. Which leads me to believe, was is this kissing part of the performance art? Like, because Dan like lumps it all together, like it's all part of the same thing. He's like, your performance piece is so great. That's You're such so a good kisser. True. I'm like, what? He's right. Is this what theater majors are doing in the background to try and like get him set the mood? More aroused. It's so it's like, strange. Have, have, here's Ooh. two of me. Like, here's me on the screen and me in real life. Will is kind of weird. I don't, <laughs> very Will is kind of a strange girl. <laughs> very strange. So it was. So Dan was saying he couldn't get it up. I don't think he said that. He just wasn't into it because I think yeah, he's I think realizing he he's in love like, with Vanessa. Exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe in your very version, he said. Yeah, he- I, th- I thought he was impotent. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might, he might have been. Well. You know, yeah. they don't. They don't say one way or another. I don't think so. Jerry's yeah. still out. Well, that's a, I mean, because you know, he's in, in love with Vanessa. Now, sometimes right. they have these things where, like, oh, I can only get it up for of course. one person. One gal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that has been a storyline with Chuck in this very show. <laughs> right. That he could not get it up for anyone when he was in oh, love with yeah. Blair. <laughs> so I guess it, it's going around on the Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan goes straight to Blair's room. Uh, well, he gets a phone call, rushes to take it, goes straight to Blair's room and knocks on the door. Blair's dorm room has a sign on it that says in small print, for all inquiries, please contact Dorota at 212-555-0127, <laughs> which is so it. funny. Amazing. That's great. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> So even when she's not here, her presence. Is- yes, exactly. exactly. And so uh, he tells Blair that Serena has been in a car accident. He doesn't know much, but they have to go. Love how concerned Blair is immediately. Love that Dan thought to go to Blair's room to tell her. Love that even though these main five characters all hate each other most of the time, they will always come together in the rare reunion when like yes. someone is in trouble. Um, and then <laughs> I also love that he didn't tell Vanessa because why should like Vanessa? He's like, come on, no, come on. Vanessa just sees them. Yeah, Vanessa just sees them on the way out, and he's like, I'll explain on the way. Let's go. <laughs> why like, would okay. you bring her? Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, like they don't like each other. The Blair doesn't like them. 
Yeah, whatever. She, yeah. She, yeah, she's the one person that has nothing to do with this out of any right. of the group. Yeah, Dan's like, oh, good, Vanessa, you're here. I need to profess my love to you. Come to the hospital real quick. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the yeah, place to do true. it. Yeah. So uh-huh. Chuck gets the call. He also reroutes to Nassau County. Um, a pretty good phone tag montage of like everyone getting the call and like relaying it to the next person. But Ghost yeah. Bart is back, asks him what he's doing. They're almost there, but Chuck actually cares about people. So he's going to try to ignore him. But Bart tells him everyone's waiting. Uh, they'll probably have a backup offer lined up. And Chuck just finally snaps and yells at Ghost Bart to leave him alone. And his driver's like, What the fuck is going on back there? <laughs> He's like, don't look at me. Don't look yes. back here. It's very rare we see Chuck's like snap like this. And then he just yells at his driver to get to the LIE and then like tries to calm down and tells him to stop looking at him. Stop looking at me. Go to the LIE. Stop looking at me. Sister's in, sister's in trouble. Sir, we are in Manhattan. I don't care. Get to the LIE immediately. <laughs> so Nate goes outside. Trip comes and Nate immediately grabs him by the jacket and asks what he was thinking. And Trip just asks Nate if he's seen her and if she's okay. Nate does not answer his question. He just keeps yelling at him. He's like, you let her alone. You left her alone in a wrecked car and you moved her. What happened to you, man? You were the good guy. You were the honest man. Remember? Yeah. Remember like five episodes when we, when Tripp's nickname was the most honest man in politics. Like that, oh. that was his thing. He was, he was the good guy. Like yeah. Nate was always like, I hate my family, but I love that guy, Tripp. He's I, the honest one. I still one. can't believe he moved her to the driver's seat. the most insane thing ever. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. How did he? Think I, I called nine one one. I mean, I'm saying. Times. I'm. I'm saying. How do you think he'd get away with this? But like, it seems like he is. So I don't know what yeah. I'm saying. Like, no, but he he loves her. He loves her though. It's her. Oh own. yeah, but yeah, he right. wants nothing more. But he, he wants loves nothing more than, so he wants nothing more than to be with her. Um, and so he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trip tries to explain himself, and it's like, are you serious? Like, and he tells Trip, Trip, what he did is unforgivable. The cops are asking questions, and he's going to tell them the truth. And Maureen again comes out of nowhere. Like she, she Maureen is always just waiting in the wings, and she comes out of oh, nowhere yeah. to say that the truth is that trip was with her uh, like this girl's unbelievable and trip tells her that uh he told her to stay in the car and she's like yeah i i uh, i don't listen to you anymore trip like i make my own decisions i'm maureen i, I do i do whatever i want i'm maureen she's like i also <laughs> called grandfather and even he is trips back on this one so if anyone asks questions maureen will prepare a statement that trip was with her and so Nate asks, what about Serena's statement? And Warren pretty much says, she's like, with Serena's history of drinking and drugs, not to mention her unstable family background and the many, many men, who's going to believe her? Plus, grandfather is very well liked by the sheriff's department, which, oh, man, Maureen is good. But that, that really sucks that that is so true. Yeah, yeah the privilege. Yeah, yeah grandfather's <laughs> sheriff connections and just like the bad uh, public persona of Serena, I guess, that that combo is not going to work out well, which is so frustrating because it's like, yeah, like what trip did is so unbelievable. (laughs) So insane. I think it's got to come out against them at some point, but I guess not. Yeah. So Maureen leaves and tells trip to come, but trip stays to sheepishly tell Nate, uh, uh, I'd love to see her. You don't, you don't think you could help me. And Nate just clocks him in the fucking face, which is incredible. (laughs) This needed to happen. We we were chanting punch before that happened too. We were so excited. Like he is, he's going to get it. He's due for a punch. It needed to happen. I'm so happy it finally did. And he tells her to stay away from her. And even gossip girl comes on in her voiceover to call this the rise of a hero. So even she is very on board with this. And I love that Maureen sees this happen and just keeps walking away. Does not help trip. Does does not help him up. Just keeps walking. She's almost embarrassed that like trip is even like on the ground. Yeah. She's like, I don't have time for you to get punched in the face, Trip. Let's go. We have a statement no. to prepare. So, Lily and Serena in the hospital. All these scenes in the hospital are good. Like, this is like the emotional heart of the episode yeah. here. And Serena tells her, like, she learned the hard way that Lily was right. And, like, man, what, what an extreme punishment for not listening to Lily, like, ending up just in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, like, you will never, you will never disobey worse. me again because look what happens. So, uh, Lily tells Serena that she didn't tell Rufus because she was about to, but she got the call from the hospital. She didn't know what she'd be walking into. And I mean, 
yeah serena's like kind of rolling her eyes at that but we she was literally about to tell him like it is true but now she just right. should just go ahead and like actually tell him like um but she is yeah. unfortunately not going to get the chance so uh serena tells lily she needs to rest and so lily leaves her and then blair walks in and we get my favorite kind of scene everyone knows i love a serena blair scene and blair is so sad to see serena like this but i love that serena's face lights up when she says hi to blair and they tell each other nice outfit blair goes in for the huge hug and they just keep hugging and serena tells her that she was so right about this one and I, you can tell that blair wants to profess her love for serena right then and there leighton's like tears in her eyes i'm like she's so good yeah, she's so yeah. good. She's, she's so good in any of these scenes where she like has to cry especially with serena like they are always so amazing um it has been my theory this whole time that uh, blair is in love with serena and i have a whole laundry list of proof at this point that i believe i've even convinced brendan at this point that hmm. I'm with her, yeah yeah, yeah it's and so every time they have a scene together i'm just like yep blair wants to uh confess her love for serena but uh, she just is yeah. not going to uh because Blair is also in love with Chuck. She is uh, her heart is big enough to, to love two people. And yeah. Chuck comes rushing into the hospital, and we get this really good scene that like this made me start crying immediately. Like Chuck is back in the hospital where his dad died, and he starts to remember last year. And we get this flashback, but it's a scene we've never seen before. And we just see Serena asking Chuck what he's doing out here, and tells him to come on. And then Chuck enters the hospital room, and Lily is standing over Bart's body in the hospital bed and she tells Charles that the doctors say there's nothing more they can do we have to let him go and Serena tries again to stay but Chuck gets like so overcome with emotion and leaves and this whole thing like I was literally just like sobbing while watching this it gets me every single time this is the closest I've come to crying on the show wow. I had, nothing's gotten me yet but that was do you think was something will or do you now. think this is the closest you'll ever get um maybe we'll have some some sort of fun like season finale or mid-season finale that'll really get right. me but th this was something i this gets I know, the, the, me yeah the love stories usually don't get me with this show in particular but like the the death stuff i mean is always really i mean this relatable was relatable to anybody really well done like this scene and the next scene like my tears just continued into the next yeah. scene when he talks to blair um and i guess let's get into it like back to present day chuck is just overcome with emotion again and just like collapses and sits on the floor and i feel so bad for this kid that like two years in a row on this day he is going through something super traumatic like first his dad dies and now he's back in the same hospital where his stepsister just got in like a really bad car accident it's so tough but another amazing performance from him must say yes yeah. i have to agree and michelle i'm curious did you get choked up no yeah, she no. she never did. She never <laughs> did. It's I only so cried cold. once in Gossip Girl viewing oh, history. No. Has it happened okay. yet or no? Uh, is it no. after this point of the show? No. Okay. Yes, so, it's after yeah. this point. I'm gotcha. trying to remember okay. even right. when it was. So. <laughs> yeah, it's after. Maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll get me too. Maybe I, I'm still clear. Uh, I did not choke up, but I got I, a little in the throat. A little something. A little right. something. I'll take. I'll he, take he, it. Chuck's the one guy that has a little bit of like a. A character to him. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of one note, and he's got a little bit more to him. So, like, you guys are you guys are fans of Chuck. We, yes, I, we I think boys. we're Chuck boys for the for the most part. Um, it is, I mean, with the caveat that every time this comes up, it's hard to forget uh, the first couple of episodes, especially the first episode in yeah. particular. And every time if I do a Gossip Girl rewatch and see it again, it, it gets tougher and tougher like, each oh, time. Yeah. And even the first time I watched it, I was like, "This is who everyone loves." Like, I will never be a fan of this person. But then mm -hmm. it's just so hard. Like. You see stuff like this, and it's just so hard. Like, and and the thing is, I say this all the time too, but the show is continuously giving him the best storylines and the best lines too. Where like he has the funniest lines, he has the most complex yes. storylines. Like you're like almost forced into rooting for him. So it's it's very tough not to 
at least somewhat be rooting for Chuck. And he's dating the best character. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and he's too, dating so Blair. Like, and Blair well who's said. Yeah. Well said. Yes, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you. I mean, you convinced me. I thought that was great. Great oh, argument. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, seriously. If I can even convince one or two people, I've done, I've done my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, Blair walks by, sees Chuck sitting on the floor and sits down with him. And, you know... Like like I said, Blair obviously loves Serena, but she clearly loves Chuck too. So I, I also do love the the. Uh, I know that Blair and Chuck is a very toxic couple at times, but I cannot help but but root for them. And Chuck asks Blair how Serena is. Uh, she says she's going to be okay. Chuck is also making sure that Lily and Eric are here. Blair's telling him that everyone's here, and then Chuck tells Blair that his father always thought he was weak, and in the moment that he mattered the most, he really was. So like. All this stuff with him this episode is getting some more context. Like, he's trying not to be weak because a year ago he feels he was weak when his father needed him, like, uh, as he was dying. And he still hasn't forgiven himself for it. So he's, like, desperately trying today to do everything that his father would want him to do. But at the end of the day, he still showed up for Serena because he does have a heart. He is not his father. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I'm glad. Yes, yes, yes. Me too. Yeah. And so he tells Blair that he ran away that day. He's been pushing himself since then to prove him wrong. And in the process, he's been pushing Blair away. And uh, Blair tells him she doesn't think he ran away because he couldn't handle death. She thinks he couldn't handle feelings. And then she says, but you're not like that anymore. You're strong. You carry people. You carry me. You're becoming a man in a way that your father never was. As I'm just like weeping over here. To be fair, it does not take much yeah. to make me cry. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I cry watching like America's Got Talent every week. So it's like it's not. It's not I mean, not I take- do too. Too. I just yeah. had trouble with Gossip Girl <laughs> crying every week. But sure. These yeah. are my friends. I love them. They're my yeah, they're, they're I my understand people. that. <laughs> um, no, this is great with, with Blair though. Like I, I did mention earlier that she was being a little pushy with, with Chuck, but she is just yeah. so supportive. Yeah. No. So wonderful. She almost like I feel like she knew that he was gonna get past this. Mm-hmm. She was never worried. She just wanted to be like the little emotional armchair for him. Just like I know you'll like once today's over, you'll be fine, but I, I just wanna know. I'm here for your tough day. Yeah. And it's a beautiful speech from her too. And um, she's very like in her scene with Serena as well. She, she's very good in this episode overall. Um, And so she tells Chuck to come, let's say goodbye. And they both get up and walk away arm in arm. And he passes by the room once more where Bart died. And then he uh, gives Blair a little kiss on the head and thanks her. It's a a great scene all around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. I actually Um, felt for them. This (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. It's a, it's a great episode I, for them. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the kiss on the cheek. Scene. Yes, that was sweet. I did too. Um, in case you forgot, Eric and Jenny are in this episode. Um, I I had forgotten they they have not been in the entire second half of the episode until right now in the last five minutes. Um, yeah. We, oh shit, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Once the whole like Serena and Trip stuff started spiraling out of control, we really forgot about Jenny and Eric. Uh, but this is is a funny scene where uh, Jenny's like. I'm just offering. And Eric's like, I'm just declining the offer. Like they're bickering over, over right. the coffee. And so now we find out that Jenny figured out that Eric set Sawyer up with the bag. And again, she doesn't even seem mad at him. Like Jenny, very interesting when she decides to get mad and when, when she doesn't. And <laughs> she tells Jenny that, uh, or Eric tells Jenny that he was listening in on the call when she was talking about the bag, but she knew that he was listening, which is why she was ready with the bribes. And this is when they both give their mutual respect. They say, they say that they're scaring each other. Uh, they're both getting too good at this. And um, so basically Jenny says like, I wouldn't have had to do it if it wasn't for your smear campaign. And Eric says that it was totally deserved. And then Jenny just smiles and says, all right, let's call a truth. And, and they get <laughs> Serena get yeah, well, okay. <laughs> just yeah. as quickly as it started. It's over, which I'm fine with. I like our favorite, yeah. our two favorite high schoolers, our best friends again, and all is right in the world. Yeah. It feels very high school, to... you know, yeah. it, it really is. 
He's like, why are we fighting? Let's just, who cares? <laughs> Let's just get over I think she also just like has bigger fish to fry now that she's a drug lord. True. So I think she's like more focused on that than she is about high school. Right. Jenny has bigger well, fish to fry and Eric realizes he cannot win. So it's like, what are yeah. we doing here? Let's let's just be friends again. Um, and so uh, Maureen is going to drop by the penthouse. Uh, Rufus still hasn't left yet for some reason. I don't know what he's been doing there, but uh, I he guess he was do anything. Lily told him. I guess like, he was just like, the, shit here. I guess he was just the last one to find out. They've been there for like an hour. And then someone was like, did anyone tell Rufus we were here? <laughs> they had, he was supposed to be looking for her insurance card. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. They did but then that. Serena's like, mom, I have my insurance yeah, yeah. card. <laughs> she sent him on a fool's errand. <laughs> like obviously you didn't card. want him to come. <laughs> right. So uh, Maureen tells Rufus that she's been having trouble in her marriage and doesn't want someone else to suffer like she has, which is complete bullshit. Obviously, she just wants to uh, stir up some trouble here. And she gives Rufus the letter and tells him to read it. Um, Vanessa and Dan. Vanessa uh, is playing the worst game of what if imaginable. She's like, what if Serena hit her head harder? What if the car rolled further? I'm not sure what her purpose is here. <laughs> First of all, I why is she here? She's excited when she's saying that, too. She's like, what if? And now, that oh. she's, and now that she's here, she's like, what if this was a lot worse? That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. What's true. wrong with her? And this is like the final straw for Dan, who just has to cut her off and say, I love you. <laughs> but, like, what? So much useless i love yous in this episode yes. yeah. yeah and then he keeps staring at her when she says i love you too which was like, well. not a good enough response <laughs> uh, for him uh, but to be fair the hospital is a weird place to profess your love versus someone like in the waiting room where while serena like you're waiting for serena to get better like i, I don't yeah. blame as much as a vanessa detractor i am i don't blame vanessa for being like Dan, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a great time for Ghost Bart to walk by and go, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> oh my God. They really missed opportunity. That, that would have been amazing. That would have been call. so good. That would have been perfect. That would have been the joke of the season. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Vanessa, Vanessa tells Dan that uh, sometimes when people are under a lot of emotional stress, they say things they don't mean. And how the mighty have fallen. Remember Dan at the beginning of the season? Now he's getting uh, rejected by he's Vanessa. Getting, oh, my he God. That's so embarrassing. He so, almost gets LVP just for that alone. I, I mean, he's on my short list for LVP. We'll, if it wasn't for Trip, no. <laughs> Dan. If it Dan wasn't for a historic episode for Trip. He gets denied by Vanessa and also can't get it up in the same episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> really not great. Um, Empire State of Mind plays again. Everyone's favorite song. And everyone's coming home to the penthouse all smiles until Lily realizes that Rufus knows. And we see Rufus has gone to his new friend for advice, which I do think is like, okay, if if he is like having even like an emotional affair here, it's kind of a shitty move because he doesn't even talk to Lily first. He just leaves and talks to another woman to make himself feel better, I guess. Like, obviously, whatever Lily did probably wasn't great, but this is so stupid and like reactionary from Rufus to just immediately leave and not talk to her about it. I don't it. even know if what d- Lily did was bad because she's talking to the father of her child. Yeah, we still so, like, don't know what, what happened. What's Yeah. Right. right. As, as far as I know, she just talked to the guy. Because like, hey, like your daughter wants to talk to you. Can you please talk to your daughter? As far as anyone, that's what I think happened. As far as anyone knows, and that's why Rufus should be talking to Lily about it. Right. Unless the note just says like, uh, Doctor Vanderwoodson banged Lily. Like, <laughs> no, like I don't know why he would write that to her though. Sp- Serena specifically tells Maureen like it doesn't say that uh, she cheated or whatever. But and Maureen well, she doesn't say. Yeah, that. Okay. And Maureen's like, well, based on her history, I think we know. I right. think we know she did, yeah. Right, so, so then is Rufus just jumping to conclusions? Right, exactly, right. which, like, which he does yeah. love to do. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dan, we're going to see Dan come home to the loft. Jenny leaves the house. Uh, 
Nate sleeping in a chair by Serena's side, which, aw, like, you know, again. Nice. Uh, nice guy, Nate. I am shipping these two by now. Nice guy, Nate. For whatever reason, Nate really cares about her, and uh, they do have a lot in common. So, come on. Let's just get them together. Get get Trip out of here. We, I, I, bet, I, I better never see Trip again, even though I'm sure that we will. Um, Jenny meets with our favorite uh, Belgium ambassador slash drug dealer, Damien. And they're getting ready for their latest drug deal. We, we knew that Jenny was getting the money from somewhere. And we all immediately clocked that uh, it was the continuing of her drug ring. And so she tells Damien this time she wants to go to the table alone, which is a big step. And uh, Damien basically tells her that uh, if she sticks with him, she'll have enough cash to underwrite her entire kingdom. So we, it looks like we're going to get a little uh, drug dealing Jenny s- subplot in the next coming episodes. I totally forgot about for this. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. We, when like, oh. uh, the guest we had on for Damien's first episode was like, and Damien will stick around longer than you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it feels random, but it's also like, it kind of does make sense just because Jenny does love a thrill. Yeah. She does love a thrill. So uh, it makes sense. Yeah. As Damien says. Um, and so the last scene, Chuck finally shows up to his father's grave and he sees the woman crying. He thinks it's Lily, so he calls her name, but it is definitely not Lily. We do not know who this is, but she certainly knows who Chuck is. Uh, she says Charles, and then she leaves in a hurry. But Chuck sees that she left yellow roses on his father's grave and also left behind a locket with Bart's picture in it. And that's how the episode ends. Brendan, who the fuck was that? <laughs> Another good laugh at the end of the episode. <laughs> Why? When she, Are you kidding me? When she said Charles and ran away. You tell, yeah. I mean, I, it seems like it definitely could be. Is that your official what? prediction? Yeah, His I mom who died giving birth to him? I, I guess I guess Ghost Bart lied. I mean... Or is specific- it Ghost Mom as well? Yeah. I know it could be Ghost <laughs> right. Mom. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, remember, Blair did specifically say uh, Bart would not let him visit her grave, would not even tell her where she right. was buried. So that True. does is a because little suspicious. Because there was no grave. Right. Yeah. Um, ben, do you have any other... The easy answer is it's Mom. Right. The have, hard answer is, I don't do know. Do you have any other predictions? Uh, I guess anything just like Jenny and Damien, Nate, Serena, and Trip at all, Dan and Vanessa, Rufus and Lily, and anything sticking out to you that you want to predict? Um, I wonder how long Jenny will get away with this for before it all blows up, and I'm excited for when it does blow up to see how that sort of thing ends. I really hope Rufus does not cheat with that housewife, um, but I hope he does have a nice community of friends with the housewives and being a house father, I think that's, I think that's one. A I want like more. I want a, a little spin-off series: Rufus and the Housewives. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and I assume that as soon as Serena wakes up, uh, her and Nate will be making out in the hospital bed. <laughs> Cut to Serena and Nate making Cut out in the hospital bed. I mean, it's a um, solid prediction. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's quickly go through the segments here. Of course, my favorite segment, user review of the week. Our old friend Lexa is back. Uh, obviously not going to read the whole thing because she does tend to go on forever, but she did give this episode a 5 out of 10 and says, since we are all preparing for the holidays, some of our loved series have already been taking their mid-season break, and I could use a break from Gossip Girl for a while as an early Christmas present. Some of the plots have taken an interesting spin, like Nate's development hitting Trip was solid, and Chuck's mother question mark, but it's not enough. They are all slight impressions and small twists. The rest of the nonsense, ouch, like Trip's whining, Serena's naivete, Rufus's spontaneous affair with a spontaneous character, and Jenny's rebellion could really take a hike, because it really drowns out all the plausible plausible elements each episode. I am not really expecting much now. There were some points in the episode where I sort of couldn't really care anymore, but just have to watch it for the sake of just letting you all know how I felt about it, but nothing changes. And of course, if you want Lex's complete review, you can go to uh, lexabooty.blogspot.com, and she does give it three stars and a grade of C- minus. in addition to her 5 out of 10. Love the three-tiered grading <laughs> mechanism that she <laughs> gotta uses. Gotta have them all. <laughs> gotta, gotta have each, each kind. Um, next week, Brendan, the episode is called The Hurt Locket. Do you have any predictions based on that title? 
Mm, I I don't. You know, I was gonna say I don't know what happens in that movie that's referencing, but it doesn't matter anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I I could not. Oh, I guess a locket with with his mom. Yes. So I guess we we do get more of of the mom the plot, little, possible. Mom the little plot. blurb says Chuck tracks the woman he saw at his father's grave. Mm-hmm. Just traveling around New York City, going, "Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into episode grades." Brendan, I went first last week, so you can go first this week. What grade do you give this episode? Okay. Uh, well, like I mentioned earlier, this is kind of a tough one because it's such a roller coaster of emotions. Um, but it, I guess it's like a kind of a B minus because the highs were really high, the lows were really low, and we get like a. I don't know if I like the like the shock twist ending. If that bumps it up or bumps it down, it's kind of just kind of on the nose for what Gossip Girl does. But I really do like the hospital scenes. I sort of like the Trip and Serena scenes just because it's funny to laugh at. Like I don't like it more than I just I like it, like it ironically, which mm-hmm. sometimes happens with this show. Um, some good laughs, some a little bit uh, melodramatic stuff that I don't love, but uh, otherwise, just like a, maybe a subpar Gossip because it was not consistent at all. So, so B minus. All right. Um, yeah. I'll go next. I, I I know I've been a soft grader recently, but again, I've been saying this is a stretch of episodes that I really like, so I'm going to give my third A in four episodes. A? I am. I don't wow. care. I don't care. This had drama, intrigue, cliffhangers, <laughs> plenty of emotion. Trip got punched in the face. I, I love uh, the Chuck stuff. That's, that's A-worthy to begin with. I think that was an A storyline. But also yeah. the other storylines, like, okay, maybe they're not technically A, but like the Trip and Serena stuff was so ridiculous that I just loved it. Um, like, it's annoying at first, but then as soon as we're getting into this whole car crash nonsense and Trip running away, like... I, it does bring everyone together at the end, which is does, the best part. It does, so and fair. I do love when that happens. Um, the Jenny and Eric stuff, it, it's not much, but it's fun. It has a nice resolution. And we get some great Blair scenes. Lily has a good episode. Um, the Dan and Vanessa stuff is whatever, and so is the Rufus stuff, but that's to be expected. So I don't care. I'm giving another eye. <laughs> I, 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 I like this. That's you fun. know, if, if an episode makes me cry, it always gets that bump up. So Yeah. Um, mm. it, ha- it does have eight qualities, but it's just like there it was so No, I, com- was I completely really... get it. I Yeah. It, it's not like uh, the... The uh, Thanksgiving episodes where I uh, where I can yell at you for giving it a lower grade than it deserves. Yeah, it was definitely one of like the three archetypes of Gossip Girl that was like it was a f- it wasn't it was bad on paper, but it was very fun. Yeah, um, Michelle, Liz, who who wants to go next for an episode grade? Uh, I'll give it a C plus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ballpark. Yeah, I was ballpark teetering place. on a C plus to a B minus. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like. It was fun to watch, but it's so ridiculous. And <laughs> as per usual, and I just, it can't go higher because we do not have white wolves. <laughs> we don't. And that is none. true. That is true. So yeah. They could have made a deer. Why didn't they that make was, a deer? Why didn't they? So much why more didn't they? <laughs> we have a deer issue here. Yeah. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll go on the B minus only because I feel like this episode is a very memorable episode for sure in Gossip Girl land. Yeah. Um, plus we get the Nate punch and true go spart, you know, and I really did. And I did choke up. So how could I give it lower than that? If it did make me feel something, I'm also a big cry baby. So I don't know. (laughs) Do what you want with it. All so right. Well, B minus. That's fine. And my my A will punch up the average a little bit. So it'll it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Brendan, who's your MVP of the episode? You know, I haven't had a chance to give this character one in a little while, but we had a lot of Lily this episode. Wow. And with as soon as she chat talked <laughs> Rufus's uh, hobbies <laughs> and lack thereof, I was like, you know what? I have a feeling this is going to be a great episode for my girl, Lily. MVP for you. You crushed it. You had a lot of screen time and. 
I mean, the rest of the stuff was good. It was fine. But like just the, the fact alone that she uh, calls her husband a cuck in the first scene. <laughs> That's all I needed really, from her. You are always looking for a reason to give Lily an MVP, which is... It is a good reason. Um, I, I either wanted to give it to Chuck or Blair for like their great performances, but then I remembered Nate punched her up in the face. And in the episode uh, yeah. where Nate punched his dad in the face, I gave him an MVP. And like, Brendan, you have a lot of rules for these MVPs, and I think I need to make one, which if you punch a Vanderbilt or an Archibald in the face, you get an MVP. So Nate's going to be my MVP for this good. week. I like that rule. Um, all right. Who, who wants to go next for the MVP? I think I, as much as we were talking smack about Chuck before, I think I'm going to give it to Chuck. Nice. Yeah, because I, and you know what? I think when we rewatched, when we first watched it, Mitch, I think I gave this episode to Blair. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Chuck. I've reflected wow, okay. and it's been like a few years now, I think, yeah. since I've seen this episode. So yeah, we're getting some, we're getting some growth. Spreading the love. Here, yeah. Here and so, yeah. Uh, I'm giving my MVP to Maureen. Ooh, All right. Good one. Yeah, that is good a good one. one. Good too. Yeah, yeah, she owned it. She's telling it how it is and how it's going to work. And y'all You're are right. going to listen. That's a good choice. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Four different MVPs. Spread, spreading the wealth wow. here. Uh, Brendan, who is your LVP of the episode? Uh, well, I, I mentioned a few minutes ago that Dan kind of deserves it for all the reasons I said prior, but you can't not give it to Trip so I mean, Maybe you, you guys can not you know but it's so <laughs> it's going to trip it's almost trip. killed somebody and drags her to the driver's know, seat and blames accident on her and avoids all of it and gets out of it unscathed it's it's incredible work by him maybe he deserves an mvp for getting out of this <laughs> but it, it's really it's just a terrible person he's gone so down the, the lvp hole that he's coming back around <laughs> back around yeah just one of the worst one of the worst people in the show so far honestly yeah. like all of the archibalds besides nate and all the Vanderbilts yeah. are pretty shitty. It, I, yeah, like Nate somehow has in in a show of terrible parents and family members. Nate somehow might have the worst. Like yeah. he, he does not have anyone really. Um, yeah, I think we're all in agreement here that it has to be true. Like I really, <laughs> it havoc on the whole I episode. really wanted to give it to Dan. I'm kind of happy that Kirsten gave it to Dan last week for being in love with Vanessa because like Dan yeah. just like being in love with Vanessa and then randomly professing his love in a hospital and then getting rejected. <laughs> like really, but like in an episode where, as you mentioned, trip <laughs> drags so Serena to the driver's seat. <laughs> like you can't get over that. And then just so gets true. punched in the face and Maureen just yeah. leaves him on the ground. Like yeah. how right. do you not give it the trip? So yeah. trash. You're forced to, you're forced to stay in your shitty marriage also. <laughs> yeah. He is nothing. He and left you wore that dumb hat happened. the entire episode. <laughs> yes. All right. Good. Yeah. We're piling on. Yeah. He gets we're the no, we're all, in, uh, we're all in agreement for trip. Agreement. All right. Okay. So four different people got MVPs, but we are all in agreement. Trip is getting uh, piled on here for the LVPs, um, and that is everything except for, of course, everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we are going to be doing the great scene with jenny and her minions and sawyer where uh they have a little battle over who gets to own the bag so i will pull up my script i sent you guys script as well um and let's let's uh let's get our roles do you guys have anyone in particular that you want to play we're good with whatever. Yeah, there, there are a bunch of nobodies, honestly, yeah. besides Jenny. Except for Jenny. Does, <laughs> well, does how about you be Jenny, Matt? Jenny? Because I, you're like yeah, I love being Jenny. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Jenny. Um, 
Brendan, do you want to be? Uh, do you want to be any of the the no names people in particular? I mean, I'll, I'll pick Jane because I, I like the way that the, her line starts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, Michelle and Liz, who wants I'll to be, be Carmen? Carmen? I'll right. be Carmen. I'll be Sawyer. All Perfect. right. Great. So everyone has Excellent. their script out in front of them. Oh yeah. Yep. All right, Brendan. Whenever you are ready. Okay. Can I hold the baby? Oh, it's beautiful. I've never seen one in the flesh. Because it's not in stores yet. Even the waiting list is still waiting. I guess it pays to be Lily Bass's daughter. Well, her name's Humphrey now. And I got this through my own connections. Definitely not drugs. <laughs> oh my god, twins. You have the same bag? How'd you get that? The drugs? <laughs> well, great minds shop alike. Although, in the future, Jay, we should probably coordinate. I'll take Tuesdays and Thursdays and alternate Wednesdays. How about you take yours back to the store? You know I have first dibs on designer everything. I, I'm sorry, Jenny, but my mom brought this for me from Paris. It had it, its own seat on the plane. Well, since you apparently love your new bag more than your old friends, I guess you can carry it across the street. Enjoy being BFS with a hunk of leg leather, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Oh, man. Burn. Another great episode of Lonely Boys Theater. Great job by all. Everyone is cheering for us. And that's gonna do it um us, the only thing we have left here is to do some plugs but first listen michelle thank you so much for joining us i'm so glad we could make this happen thank you for yeah, answering my email and coming on the podcast uh it was it was a great time do you do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour uh plug 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 total money podcast network <laughs> instagram <laughs> uh we are a network that houses millennial teen TV, if you will. We rewatch our old school teen dramas. So check us out. Total Betty Podcast Network on Instagram and uh, Total Betty Media Co. at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Also, can we come on for a season four episode? Because we love season Absolutely. four. We loved season four. I love the first half of season four and yes. the second half starts oh. to lose me a bit. But yeah, yes, we still have yeah. plenty of season four episodes open if you want to uh, claim an episode. Okay, that would be awesome. And also, uh, please contact OC me. and Friday Night Lights. Come on for Talking Texas Forever. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I would, I would of course love to do that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm having a lot of fun rewatching Friday Night Lights. <gasps> yes. It's so um, good. Yes, it's very good. Uh, especially now that we've gotten past uh, the dreaded season two. Black. Yeah, two is is weird. All weird. all uphill from here, in my in my opinion. Um, Brendan, what are you plugging? Sorry, hold on, Brendan. What are you plugging? Yeah, thank you. Like this is a little bit lackluster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, that is, of course, for you guys that might not know this. this that is the Resident <laughs> Evil Four merchant from the, from that video game that he's referencing. a flawless impression of someone. You, you love heard. to reference that. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I guess just the usual lesson to, if, if you want to catch up on Sandy Boys, we're starting to come out with more OC recap shows over on Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash the Hoppy Boys pod. Speaking of which, the Hoppy Boys podcast is having finally, uh, when this comes out, I think as of yesterday, Lita Broman's famous episode should finally come I, out. I've the year long so, awaited I've heard episode. heard this so many times from you. I do not believe it until I see it it's in my coming feed. out. No more technical issues. She's back. She's here with you, Matthew Gagan. She's there uh, for a four-person episode. We had a lot of fun talking about the Truly Holiday Pack, reviewing all those in that variety pack. They were pretty good. Were, I, I not to spoil, but um, yeah, they were pretty not good. Not to spoil, but we had a good time I got pretty those. buzzed that night. That's We'd love to hear that. <laughs> um, so check us out reviewing the Truly Holiday Pack with Lita Brillman and Matt Gagan. Um, and that's about it. 
Um, all right. As for me, check out my episode of the Hoppy Boys with Alita and Brendan and Brian. That was fun. I don't believe that's going to come out still, but hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it will. Um, I haven't. Mythical I show. I don't think I've been on any other podcast recently, so I, I will uh, take this time to, of course, tell everyone to watch the Sex Lives of College Girls. Uh, watch. Oh, the Gossip Girl reboot, of course, is back. Watch that. Watch. Uh, by the time this comes out, White Lotus will be done. Season two. Watch. I'm basically just uh, a walking billboard for HBO Max at this point. Just watch. <laughs> I guess so. all of their products and including uh, Gossip Girl, which you can find on HBO Max and the OC and One Tree Hill, which I'm watching. This is... With all this money, maybe they'd fix their fucking app. <laughs> HBO Max it's is awful. the worst. It's the so worst so It's got the best contact <laughs> so and like the, the worst playback so features. It's so bad. so bad. They really need a lot of help. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then besides all that, you can follow me on Twitter at MaddieFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow uh, his podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. Do you guys have any Twitters you want them to follow? anyone to follow or no? Eh. No? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't I mean, really utilize Twitter. We yeah, have one, but don't fair. bother. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's enough of it for <laughs> everyone to just follow me, Brendan, and The Hoppy Boys. Um, and you guys can also, everyone can come back next week to hear us uh break down the next episode where we may or may not have a guest uh, talking about season oh. three, episode 13, The Hurt Locket. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Love Lonely boys. boys. Bye-bye. <sighs> we did it. Yay! Thanks, guys. This was Thank so fun. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.